Welcome back to the Age Gap Realness Podcast. I am your host, Natalie Workman, and today I am doing a solo episode. Now, I want to talk about this for a second because this is something that I'm currently in process of learning. Brandon was supposed to be on this episode with me. We were going to talk about something entirely different, had one thing prepared, and he had a call that reprioritized his time, and therefore we're sitting here still needing to record a podcast, and I needed to come up with something to talk about. And I kind of like this idea of me talking to directly you guys and sharing the things that I'm learning while Brandon is out of the room or just not part of the conversation because I have a very particular and unique point of view. In all the meetings that I attend, in all of the negotiations that I'm a part of and conferences that I sit in on, I I feel like I've gotten this gift and it has come to me for, um, I know, a, a big, huge purpose. Uh, but in the process of getting this gift, I sometimes feel like I need to hold all of this information to myself because I don't, I don't know how to properly share it. And this might be the perfect time or way to be able to do that. And that is, I'm around people who are ridiculously smart and successful in so many areas of their life. And I'm like a sponge. I really view this point in my life like I am a sponge of knowledge and information that most people never actually have access to. I'm I'm hearing people like Elena Cardone and Grant Cardone and Brandon and Frank Kern and all of these amazing people talk about and live out their life's work and their principles up to these moments and how they do different things. I'm constantly watching and I take copious amounts of notes. Uh, so I want to share some of these things that I'm learning. And I don't know how we're going to brand this in the future. Uh, we'll probably change it up because this is a little bit impromptu. Uh, but one of the things, so I'll, I'll, I'll start it like this. These are the top five things that I am currently learning. The first one is a great example for what's happening right now, which I learned from Elena, and that is just go with it. When we were in Sydney, Australia for the business boot camp back in August, Elena was not planning on doing any sort of presentation. There were 500 business owners in this room. Grant had presented, Brandon had presented, Jared had presented, um, a variety of other guest speakers came and got involved. And Grant said to Elena, go up and give a 15-minute intro of me. She had no preparation. There was no moment for her to flinch and like write down her notes real quick. She just had to go into it. And it was amazing to me to watch how she just like turned it on, how she just hit every single point that she wanted to hit because she prepares all the time for moments like that to happen. Most people don't prepare for moments like that to happen. So when they come, they falter, they don't know what to do. And so this idea of even today, I was like, well, maybe we'll just cancel the podcast or we'll do it. Like there was some weird justification until all of a sudden I rechanneled that teaching, that learning of just go with it, just figure it out, take a stab, try it. And then that reflex, that muscle that I'm building by just going out and doing something that I didn't necessarily plan for, but needed to have a plan B around will be able to allow me to perform even better in the circumstances that will inevitably come in the future. So the first one is just go with it. The second one, we were in a meeting last week where we were uh, negotiating a deal 
And Brandon started the meeting by saying, my intent for this meeting is for us to get a deal done. And I wrote that down because when the moment comes when you're about to do a deal, like I always think about like, what is the first thing that you do? How do you start? What is the the tone for the meeting? All the lawyers are around. The whole team is nearby. What is it that you say? Well, it, as he did it, I paid attention and I wrote down what you say is your intention for what you actually want to happen. Like you don't need to be smooth or be, you know, schmoozy or come up with some weird response. Just say what your intent for the thing actually is. And it sounds so simple, but it was like a light bulb moment for me where I listened to him say, my intent is to get this deal done. We all had goodwill going into the meeting and I could instantly tell everybody was at ease as soon as Brandon said what his intention was so that there wasn't that just... You know when you're trying to convince somebody to do something and you feel like you have to go around them and like coerce them into it? It just gets rid of that. And I love that it gets rid of that. And it's something that I want to start applying and will start applying because it's something that's really sticking with me right now. It's just making sure that my intent when I'm talking about ticket sales or event sales or whatever it is that I'm wanting to convince somebody to do. Heck, maybe it's even having Brandon go to the restaurant that I want which he's still on the keto diet and he wants burgers every single night. So this is a real thing for me of figuring out how to actually make him go to a restaurant I like. But it's it's small things and big things of saying my intent is to persuade you or to do whatever it is that you actually want to have done. All right. So the third thing that I'm learning right now is around the idea that when you're speaking about something that you're wanting to convince somebody to do, You have to make sure that every single thing that you're talking about is showing how somebody else can be successful with your process. It's not about you. None of it is about you. It is all about being able to paint a picture for somebody else to see themselves through you, through your process, so that they can also achieve that level of success. It's so easy in these moments where you're on camera or you're on stage and as you guys know, I've been preparing myself for these moments to think that it's all about you. And everyone says that it's not about you as a speaker, it's about the audience. But it's not just about them and the value that you're giving to them. It's actually about the process, the way you live your life, the thing that you do, and being able to properly tell a story and give an example of how they can do the exact same thing, that you're not special, and that they can follow your process and and have ultimate success. And as people, it's so challenging sometimes to want to make sure that we're saying that we are special and that we have this unique thing in order to sell ourselves because this is the the one thing that somebody needs when in actuality, the thinking, the thought process, the mindset around it should be entirely shifted to, wait, take the things that might make me special entirely out of the equation. How could anybody follow this process from point A to point Z and have the same levels of success because you've done such a great job at explaining what the process actually is and what it should look like? All right. The fourth thing that I've been learning, Brandon actually said this last week. We were at a different conference. We go to a lot of conferences. I don't know if you guys know this about us. We go to a ton of conferences. I think over the last month, I've seen Brandon speak, Grant Cardone speak, Elena speak, Gary Vaynerchuk speak, Tony Robbins. Like We go to 
so many conferences, so many speeches. I am surrounded and inundated by people in live circumstances when they're giving the advice that they're sharing and, and sharing their life's work. All of them happen to be like 20 plus years older than me. So it's it's amazing to be able to look at where I want my skill and craft to go. Uh, but when Brandon was speaking, he was sharing that actions need to follow intent. Actions need to equal intent. Like I have like this formula in my mind where it says actions and then an equal sign and then the word intent. What are your intentions? In order for you to be able to do the things you want to do, to have your actions follow your intent, you have to know what your intent is. And I had a great conversation earlier with a team member of ours, and we're talking about the idea of intent. And if you don't know your intent, that's where things get blurry. That's where you don't actually know where your actions are leading to. And I think it's so easy to sometimes just have the focus be on figuring out your actions, but when you're not paying attention and really diving deep into what your intent is, what your actual goals are, we talk about this in the form of personal, professional, and financial goals, which is PPFs, but like the core root of the intent, like like in your belly, what is it that you show up for? Why are you continuing to do the things that you do? That intent needs to be fully aligned with every single thing that you're doing, even to the point of something as silly as um, going out to dinner with your friends. Tonight, I actually happen to be going to a birthday uh, party, a birthday dinner, where I one thing that is important to me, one of my intents is to be an amazing friend to my dear friend, Caitlin. And I realized I actually missed her birthday last week. And that's a great example of when my actions did not follow my intent. And now it's my responsibility to make sure those actions follow my intent because they're they're not equal things right now. But everything in life, every single thing that you do, the time that you wake up in the morning, the level of physical activity, like if your intent is to be the best and have the best at everything, your actions will follow every single thing that your intent is creating. And so like I I'm not apologetic about wanting the best everything. I want to be in the best physical condition. I want to have the nicest things. I want to have the best relationships. I want to have a career that is the most fulfilling thing that I wake up every single morning and just lights me on fire. My intent is the best in every single area of my life. So then it's mapping out those actions to follow that intent. And I just loved how simply Brandon put it that actions equal intent. So I hope you guys like that one too. Number four would be take notes. You might think in your head that you're paying attention or that you'll always remember the thing that somebody is saying. I found that to never be true. I, I can never remember. Like if Brandon told me something two days ago or if Grant mentioned something a week ago or in a video or on stage, whatever, I will easily forget it. So number four is take notes on everything. You can organize it later. You can figure out what your process is and then allow it to follow a structure, which is what I always do. I kind of clean everything up. But make your notes taking process super easy. Don't have notes in every single area of your life. Like don't have sticky notes here and a notebook there and then Google notes or iPhone notes. Like no, find one place to consolidate all of your thoughts. Label them in the way that makes sense to you when you're writing things down and observing things and go back to them after you've organized or, or even if you need to organize, but pay attention and, and be thinking of yourself in any time of your life as such a student of people who are doing things 
well. So my fourth would be take ridiculous, crazy, awesome notes. Uh, And yeah, I like number four. Four is a good one. Finally, number five. This has to go with number four. When you take notes, you also need to know the purpose and the intent behind why you're taking the note. I have been taking notes on these meetings that we sit in because I realize that the thing that's preventing me from actually doing what I want to be doing in 10 years from now, the 36-year-old version of myself, is my very specific business acumen when it comes to finding and negotiating and delivering upon the right deals. Like That is such a specific skill set that I am honed in on learning and becoming an expert in because I, I believe it's the real limiting factor to me being able to create success and wealth for myself in the future and for our family. In order to do that, as I'm taking notes, I'm being very specific about not taking myself out of the conversation right when the thing that I need to pay attention to is happening. So I'll give you an example. Uh, Three weeks ago, we were sitting in a meeting and the numbers just got complicated. There were numbers being thrown out about the valuation of this particular business. And as soon as something gets complicated, what I will do is entirely check out because I don't know how to add. I don't know how to contribute. It's really easy for me to just think that somebody else is going to figure it out. Don't do that. Every time you feel yourself checking out, remember why it is that you're in that room to begin with, how hard you fought in order to be in that room. Take the notes in that moment of what it is that you got overwhelmed with. You don't have to figure it out right then. You don't have to stop everybody because you're not going to get it in that moment. That instant gratification will not be there. However, write that moment down. Write the topic of what you were talking about was. Write it all down in your notes and then either go back and rehab the conversation with somebody afterwards when it's the appropriate time. I just did this with our CFO. There was some valuation stuff that just was confusing to me. I had the conversation and then every other word that I didn't know, like I could actually give you really specific examples of things that I didn't know. So I put, I have a little question mark in my notes sections and I wrote down the word indemnification. Like I was like, I do not know the technical definition of identification. I could figure it out kind of in context of what they were talking about and what it said, but I couldn't have used that word in a sentence. Another word that I didn't know the full definition of was compensatory damages. Will is actually going to cut out how many times I just totally messed up trying to pronounce that word while we're on camera right now, which might be pretty funny. But like I didn't I didn't know what this meant and I could either choose in that moment to feel dumb Or I can choose to write it down, not check out of the conversation, stay in the game in order to learn the context. And I have some notes about what I think it means, but then go back and check and make sure that I'm actually doing the thing that I need to do, which is learn this to be able to talk to in the future, to have the experience that next time I'm not checking out and I'm just as much in the game and in the conversation. So that is it for right now. Right now, there are a ton of things happening in our world, our lives. And I'm beyond grateful for every single ounce of the the skills and the knowledge and the experience that I'm just inundated with right now. And I'm excited about this new concept that hopefully you guys like with this podcast of being able to share kind of up-to-date, real-time things that I'm personally focused on in order to level up my skills and really make this transformation that 
we've been talking about on the show for the last nine or 10 months. So I hope you enjoyed it and let me know, like send me a DM, send me a DM and, and let me know if you like this episode or if you'd like to know anything else that is happening when these meetings or these uh, individual conferences or whatever it is that we're doing at that moment um, is teaching me something. <laughs>